Hello, I'm Kate Freeman, and this is The Daily Dollop. On this episode of The Daily Dollop, I'm going to be talking about buying organic produce and whether or not the science supports this as being the best option for feeding you and your family. What's up, team? Dollop. How are you today? Welcome back to the show. My name is Kate Freeman. I'm a registered nutritionist and the founder of the Healthy Eating Hub and the Healthy Eating Clinic. And we are talking all things organic produce today. And speaking of organic things, whenever I think about the word organic, it makes me think about the word natural. And so fun fact about me is that I don't really like wearing much makeup. I prefer to be more natural looking. And if I do wear makeup, I'm going for a more natural look. However, when it comes to natural things, I do actually have fake eyelashes. So I get eyelash extensions every three weeks and I go for the classic natural set so I don't have crazy big ones because I think they look cray cray but I just I really like them just darkening and filling out my eyes and then I really wear very minimal makeup and that is my preference. The most makeup I've wore was last season's Daily Dollop when I was in videos and so I'd put on a bit more on those days but otherwise tinted moisturizer, my eyelashes and I'm good to go. Love it. But talking about sort of natural things and organic things is a pretty popular and on-trend sort of aspirational lifestyle to have. And organic food has been growing in popularity since the 90s. And it makes a lot of sense to me why people would want to go organic. It just sounds like a nice thing to do. Like when you're even just starting to think about, you know, organic farming practices are all about getting back to nature and the way things are supposed to be. And, you know, we're going to not use any artificial pesticides or fertilizers. We're going to go back to all natural things. And right, it sounds like a super nice thing to do except for the fact that the price of often the produce is is really, really high. It can be sometimes really difficult to source. And so just by the very nature of organic produce, it's pretty much reserved for the well elite amongst us who can afford to buy organic produce um, and do it regularly enough. And so I wanted to chat today about whether or not it was actually worth buying organic and what the science says about it, because it certainly feels like a nice thing to do. And I've talked to many people over my life, you know, friends, family who are into buying organic food, and they have a pretty strong emotional conviction about it generally. And I think it's pretty safe to say that consumers over the last 10 to 20 years in particular, but even more than that, have started to become more and more concerned about the safety of their food. And certainly of the people that I've chatted to and also with, you know, what research has shown is that the interest in organic produce is driven by sort of three key interests, which are personal health 
animal welfare and environmental protection. But of course, health is actually the most important concern of consumers, in particular around food safety when it comes to the reasons why people want to buy organic food. And so, you know, scientific evidence aside, because we're going to look at that in a second, but there is just general widespread belief that organic food is substantially healthier and safer than conventionally grown food. And so, you know, what can happen is, is that our culture perpetuates these, you know, quite deep beliefs. And as we're going to find out today, sometimes these beliefs that, you know, just because they're rampant and widespread doesn't actually mean that they're true. And, and in this instance, we're going to find that, yeah, that's quite unsubstantiated, in fact. But it's just fascinating how, um, you know, just because something sounds like it's good, we just, you know, we often believe that it is. Another thing to think about is also that we we are victim to marketing. And so there have been some pretty strong influential marketing drivers be- behind organic produce, but I'm not going to get into that today because that's pretty political. But what is organic farming? And I think, you know, just at a general level, most people don't really understand what organic farming is. I have a very limited understanding of organic farming purely because my job really doesn't involve needing to know what it is. And so here's just a little excerpt from a study that I've linked to in the show notes that I'm going to get into a little bit more, but it has a nice little summary of what organic farming is. And so it's basically a production system that avoids or largely excludes the use of synthetic fertilizers, pesticides, growth regulators, and livestock feed additives. And to the maximum extent feasible, organic farming relies on crop rotations, crop residues, animal manures, legumes, green manures, off-farm organic wastes, and other aspects of biological pest control to maintain soil productivity, supply plants with nutrients, control insects and weeds and other pests. So they're basically just trying to, you know, stave off the the key problems of farming, which is, you know, there being enough nutrients in the soil to grow the plants, control the insects that are eating the plants, um, other pests, keeping weeds away, etc. They're trying to control those things with less synthetic additives or with different farming practices like crop rotations and things like that. So it's just a different type of farming. And conventional farming then as a result just gets made out to be, you know, oh, unsafe and then people start to doubt the ability of conventional farming to produce nutritious and safe food and it becomes a little bit conspiracy theory-ish. And so you can see how, you know, yeah, organic farming sounds like a a really cool thing Um, and why wouldn't you do it? if you could. So let's take a look at the scientific evidence. So essentially there isn't much evidence at all that promotes organic food over conventionally grown food. So just at the general summary, organically grown food is not any more nutritious or safe than conventionally grown food. So it's pretty, pretty scarce. There's lots of anecdotal reports and personal testimonies around organic food. Um, But in terms of actual scientific evidence in support of the belief that environmentally friendly techniques of organic agriculture gives safe food, 
is pretty hard to find. There isn't evidence to support that. And so the thing with anecdotal reports and personal testimonies is that there's lots of unsubstantiated claims about the properties of organic produce on the internet. Woo! It's woo! We get woo from anecdotal reports and personal testimonies. When people just believe something and they think something, right, and then they start to share these messages, we get woo. One of a really big piece of woo around organic food is its ability to cure cancer. And, you know, there's actually a lot of strong emotional conviction around food. And of course, if you are unwell with cancer and you've been given a pretty poor prognosis, you are going to feel like you are going to do anything, right, to help yourself feel better. I certainly know that. I've had family members with cancer And what bothers me about this stuff is that these messages prey on people in really vulnerable states. And so there can often be this really strong emotional conviction for organic food and its ability to do things. But it's interesting. So I, the study actually shows that the claim around organic food and cancer started by these two doctors in the seventies who published these case studies and they only had a sample size of four or five clients and they were, basically saying that these clients started eating 100% organic and then their cancer was cured. But what's not actually talked about is the fact that the entire medical community criticised their papers and was like, this is actually not good science. You know, this is not true. This is terrible evidence, etc. And this is what's so great about the scientific community is peer review. And so we're allowing our own research as scientists to be scrutinised by other researchers. Science should be replicable, uh, reproducible um, and stand up to scrutiny because, yeah, we're not, we're not perfect and we need to actually have some rigour in the way we go about conducting our studies. And so, yeah, that was a myth that started all because two doctors decided to um, tell some fibs on their papers. So let's take a look um, at some more, you know, just like components around organic food. So let's think about chemicals. So one of the reasons why people might feel inclined to go organic food is that they want less chemicals. And so organic fruits and vegetables have been shown to have fewer what we call agrochemical residues than conventionally grown alternatives. So they do have fewer residues and agrochemical being like, you know, things like pesticides or fertilizers and things that are added, right? However, the significance of the difference between the two is questionable as the levels of contamination on both organic and conventionally farmed produce are below acceptable levels. So basically they're saying, yes, there is a slight difference between organic and conventionally grown produce. Organic produce has slightly less residues However, both sets of fruits and vegetables are below the acceptable level and the difference is quite small. So do we need to even worry about it? And we would argue that because both are under acceptable safe levels, that both are fine to choose to eat. Another um, interesting area of debate is the nitrate levels. Now, there have been studies that shown differences in nitrate levels between organic and conventionally grown produce. However... Whether or not dietary nitrate is a threat to our health as humans is actually still a matter of debate. It's actually not something that I've ever researched very deeply and so I can't personally comment on based on my own knowledge. This is just from what I've read looking in today's episode. So 
you know, nitrates, oh, it's a bit of a hit or miss. We don't really know its effect on health. And so whether or not the difference here um, between organic and conventional probably doesn't matter. There's also no differences in environmental contaminants like heavy metal or cadmium, etc. Both organic and conventionally grown produce are safe. And lastly, there is simply evidence lacking around endogenous plant toxins, biological plant toxins. You know, there's no actual um, evidence that suggests that one is safer than the other there either. So I've linked to the study in the show notes if you want to read it in more detail. It's a pretty epic read. But basically, it concludes that organic does not automatically equal safe. And so if you're consuming organic food because you think it's safer, then it's not a good enough reason to. It doesn't mean you can't have organic food, but if you're struggling with the cost or you're consuming conventional food and you think, oh, I wish I could have organic, then you just you stop your stress right now. You don't have to worry about that. Organic food doesn't actually equal safe food. I've also linked to another study which shows that there's also no evidence of differences in the nutrition-related health outcomes as a result of either eating organic or conventionally produced food. So the nutrition doesn't change either. Now, of course, there are a number of things that do affect the nutrition of a fruit and a vegetable. One of the most pertinent ones is how soon you eat it after it's picked. So as soon as something is picked off its vine or tree or plant or bush, it immediately begins degrading and losing nutrition. So buying from your local organic farm means that you're eating something within two days of it being picked, as opposed to buying something from the supermarket that was picked four weeks ago and has been in cold storage, then you're going to potentially be consuming a little bit more nutrition because you're, the local farmer is a bit fresher, things like that. But in terms of actually comparing the nutritional composition of organic versus conventionally grown fruit and vegetables, there's no evidence of differences there. So that's super interesting. So now that you know what you know, now that you know that organic food isn't actually safer and that it's actually not more nutritious, it's just the same what do you do? How does that change the way we eat? This is what I love to always question about science when people like go through a paper and they're like, oh, look at this really interesting paper. I'm like, yeah, that's great. But what does that mean we do now? How does it change the way we eat? Essentially, um, buy whatever you like. Organic food isn't bad for you. It's not unsafe either. It's just not more safe than regularly grown produce. So buy whatever you prefer. If you want to support your local farmer or market, and they sell organic produce, then do it. If you're a supermarket person and you buy from the big chains, do it. At the end of the day, the biggest problem in Western culture when it comes to fruit and vegetable consumption is that we're not eating enough of it all round. Only 6% of Australians meet the recommended intake of vegetables every day. So if buying organic food is a barrier for you because it's too expensive or it just adds a layer of complication in terms of accessing it, then you don't need to do it. You're not missing out on anything magical. Just get the veggies into your life. If you do want to support your local farm or business, do it because you want to support local businesses, but don't do it because you think it's safer or nutritionally superior. It's really not. Lastly, I just want to mention that my online program actually contains a whole education module around veggies and it's four weeks of building skills to help you eat more of them. Shopping skills, cooking skills, chopping, storing, cooking, etc. And so it helps you eat more of them and key 
tip here is enjoy them as well. So team, that's it for today's episode. Just eat your fresh produce no matter how it's grown. After years of being bombarded with diet culture, I so understand that the world of healthy eating is super, super hard. My healthy eating program helps people who are struggling with their eating habits to lose weight, feel good about themselves and eat well for the rest of their life. I do this by teaching one nutrition principle at a time and showing you how to establish this knowledge as a habit in your everyday life. This is unlike any other program on the market today that simply gives you a meal plan, a list of good and bad foods, or expects you to change everything all at once. Life's too short to live with food stress. To become a habit builder and not a crash dieter, join my program today at healthyeatinghub.com.au. Thank you so much for checking out The Daily Dollop. Don't forget to rate, review and subscribe so that we can spread the podcast far and wide and so you don't miss an episode. (laughs) 